Are you tired of the same boring and bland coffee flavors week after week, year after year? Why not try something new and fresh from Bean Quest Coffee? They have flavors like Brazil Peaberry and my personal favorite, Bali Blue Moon Organic. A dark and complex coffee with an exotic and syrupy body and hints of chocolate, vanilla, and spice. Seriously guys, check them out and when you do, make sure to use our promo code 10biscuit at checkout for 5% off your order. Join us on a quest for better coffee today at bean-questcoffee.com. Thanks. Hey guys, Tin Man here. Welcome to another 10 Biscuit Reviews podcast. Don't forget to check the description for useful links or reach out on Twitter at 10 R or email 10 Reviews at gmail.com. Thank you. It means a lot to all of us. Without further ado, let's go on with the show. How's it going? Good. How are you? I'm doing all right. Doing Good. okay. I'm ready to talk about some ghosts, some ghosty boys. Yeah, this is uh, this is going to be a good one, I think. You think? I think. Right. I'm I'm excited to hear what you got. <laughs> okay. So, ghost. Ghost is a a pretty wide topic here, Tin Man. It's a very. You know what? I um, <laughs> I started looking into this, and I didn't realize how broad of a term ghost was. Um, mm-hmm. in a sense that, like, there are different, like, I knew there was different names for ghosts, and there was different types of ghosts and stuff like that, but mm-hmm. I didn't realize, I don't think, how many different cultures, like, how, how ghosts were different in different cultures. Does that make mm-hmm. sense? And so, it's a, it's a pretty broad spectrum. Yeah, well, I was I was kind of uh, prepping my stream a little bit, but um, I think that because it is such a, a broad topic, we'll probably be touching on um, a, a bunch of different things tonight, a bunch of different ideas, uh, some history, um, ghost hunting, maybe communicating with ghosts. So there's there's a lot of different uh, avenues we can go down tonight. I think. Yeah, I, I agree. Um, I think it's, I think if we were to do like a, a huge history of ghosts and everything that it encompasses, I think that that would probably take multiple episodes. Um, yeah. Time that we just don't have, we can't devote to it. Multi-episode ghost discussion. <laughs> yeah, we'd be here until like December. Yeah. Discussing we'll just... ghosts. We could still discuss ghosts in December because then we can segue into um uh oh shoot, what is the name of that? Christmas Chris Yes. There you go. <laughs> that has ghosts. That has Christmas ghosts. Everything has ghosts in it. <laughs> and we can talk about Nightmare Before Christmas as well. There you go. Boom. Skeletons and ghosts. And yeah. clowns with tearaway faces. Yes. <laughs> All right, so let's let's bring it back here for yeah. a second. So I know you just mentioned that in your research, you saw that kind of across cultures, ghosts mean different things to different people, different cultures. Historically, they have different names. Um, I think that one thing we can say though i think this the one thing that sort of ties all this together is the very 
basic, the most essential definition of what a ghost is. Okay. And I think that you can say across any sort of ghost story or iteration Mm -hmm. that it all has to do, it, it is the soul, the essence of someone or something who has died. Right. Yeah. For sure. That is that is the bare the bare minimum. <laughs> yeah, that's that's the that's the one number one criteria for being a quote unquote ghost or whatever you choose to call it. Um, yeah. So yeah, like like you said, it, it's it's the soul or essence or life force life force whatever <laughs> ether whatever you want to say of a something that has deceased um now okay so the issue is that there are many types of ghosts um you know you got your they what do they call what do they call them a uh, living ghost which is like someone who doesn't know that they're a ghost. Like, um, what's that movie with Bruce Willis? The Sixth Sense, right? Like, so you got like spoilers. that. Spoilers. Oh, sorry. <laughs> spoilers. Yes. Um, you got like that. You got the 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 orbs is a popular one. Um, poltergeists. Um, missing some. Help me out here, biscuit. Yeah, yeah. I think that. There's, it's sort of, you can break it up into, like, human-type ghosts mm-hmm. in, like, all of their iterations. And okay. then sort of, like, ghostly phenomenon. So, like, orbs would fall into that, like you mentioned. Mm-hmm. There's, like, uh, funnel ghosts, and I think those pop up when there's, like, Extreme... Cold spots, right? Yeah, cold spots. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, there's also like mist, the mist type of ghosts that mm-hmm. like appear. You see those a lot in like photos and stuff. Yeah, like the the mist ghosts or whatever. So I I kind of categorize those as like ghostly phenomenon. Okay. And then there's the human type of ghosts, like you mentioned. So there are the mm-hmm. ghosts who maybe don't know they've died, in our I don't know, living as a ghost as they would live in their real life. I don't know. Yeah, I, um, I guess. I, I think mean, that one's a little bit harder to pin down. Yeah. Um, but they're also, so is it like instant death ghosts? So like if someone's just suffered a tragedy, then uh, that person knows they're dead but they will communicate messages of hope or um, good feelings to those that they left behind, their loved ones. Mm-hmm. Um, and then there's the the one that sort of falls right in the center where it's more of a uh, like energy that's left behind. Okay. So it's something that will... It's sort of like watching a movie, I guess, where in uh, an occurrence, the energy left behind will replay scenes from someone's life. Mm-hmm. And so 
like those aren't it's just a recording so those those ghosts don't have any sort of like will of their own essentially right, right. it's just like a flashback yeah like a i think is that i think that's like most the most common types um yeah i i b- believe so either that um or like i i guess so i'm i'm looking at this website right and it says the interactive personality which is it's someone you know and they like interact with you in some way so they they talk they make noises they touch uh emit an odor of some sort and i think i would say this one's probably the most most common because it's what it's what it seems like okay so all the um the ghost hunting tv shows you know like mm-hmm. they always when they do like their dramatic recreations it's like this type of ghost where it's someone that's like yeah. haunting the place and they come out and they're like oh didn't see you standing there and then they like vanish before your eyes um so like yeah. it's i think that's probably the most common um, i mean those are those are the ghosts that don't know they're dead right and they're just kind of like interacting with their environment like they would if they were alive yeah yeah i guess so hmm i mean i I think i think that within the types of ghosts that we talked about there's definitely like in-betweens or like certain cases so like poltergeist like that's another one where that's more of like an actual like ghost entity that could be um you know it's like interacting with the environment it could potentially be like mean or threatening (laughs) right so there's kind of variations of ghosts within the types that we talked about right i i think i i think these are like very vague not so much vague but just like an umbrella of like if it falls under this cat like this um criteria then like we would classify it as this like in a general sense not like it's definitively this type of ghost it's no other it's no other type of ghost it's only this type of ghost so like you said i think there's like crossovers and it kind of you know like you said it, it, it it's like they all kind of fit together sort of ish yeah they all fit within one of those categories yeah. So either like a human, human-esque. There's also animal. I guess we could categorize animals as their own ghosts as well. So our ghosts animals. of animals. So it's kind of like human or animal, like the form of a human or animal. And then more of like the phenomenon where it's just like ghosts or orbs or right. sort of like the the energy presence Ghostly of lives. a ghost. Yeah. Um, so so th- go ahead. Oh, I was just gonna say. So there's there's a lot of ghost variation. Like, <laughs> I yeah, guess I from, wasn't aware. Yeah, yeah. Well, I mean, anyone who watches like ghost hunting shows could probably tell you about all of like the ghostly phenomenon. Like I said, the like the orbs and the mist. Those always show up in like photographs. 
Um, a lot of times they'll show up in the like the camera work that the the ghost hunters, the cameras that they have there. Um, you, I feel like I very rarely see. Well, now whether or not these shows are actually real or not, that's uh, we can talk about that later. Yes. But <laughs> from the shows. You rarely ever see like a full humanoid type of ghost. Mm -hmm. It's more of like the mist and the orbs and the like, hey, we think something's here. Here's something to like show that stuff is going on, but they never see like a full humanoid ghost. Right. Very rarely. Yeah, you'll hear, I don't know, something move off in the distance. Oh, it must be a ghost. Yeah. And they, go, they snap a photo yeah. and it's just like the orb or whatever. <laughs> yeah. Or they snap a photo and it's nothing. Anyways. Yeah. So um, I'm just looking at chat now, and it's interesting to see, uh, for those of you who have just joined either in my chat or Tin Man's chat, um, we want to leave time at the end of our stream for everyone to kind of talk about their own experiences if yeah. you feel like you want to. And I just say that because I've already had a couple of people mention that they have had their own ghost experiences. And so it's interesting to me to see how common this is um kind of amongst our community you know it, i've had experiences but i wouldn't know i wouldn't necessarily classify them as like ghostly encounters so but like i've had some weird stuff happen to me you know so but also we'll talk about it at the end we'll talk about it at the end yeah um <laughs> but what i want to say is I think that you have to sort of open yourself up to have those experiences, mm -hmm. if that makes sense. So, like, if you firmly don't believe in ghosts and don't believe in the paranormal at all, you're probably not going to have, like, you're probably not going to have that many experiences, if any. Um, I think that if you are more open and open and accepting of ghosts and paranormal stuff and all that junk you're probably going to be like more open to it now whether that's <clears throat> whether that is you wanting it like wanting to see it so you kind of make yourself see it yeah or if that's it's actually happening because you've opened yourself up to it that's a different discussion um, that that's what I was gonna say. It's like a very fine line because I would say I don't not believe in ghosts. Mm -hmm. <laughs> so not like I'm walking around like waiting to experience something supernatural, but yeah, it's it's that fine line of like if you open yourself up, are you just seeing what you're expecting to see or is it is it actually everything that you said i don't know it's just that kind of i but i don't think you can't discredit what people experience and what they see um no. I, so I, from anyone who has a ghost story i think whether you personally believe in ghosts or not for people who do have those ghost stories i mean that's something that they experience something that yeah, happened to them for sure and i, I definitely um, yeah. hear them I definitely yeah. don't hear them. I'm not trying to discredit them. What I'm trying to say is, like, even if you don't believe, like, put yourself in the person 
that has experienced its shoes kind of thing. Because if you don't mm -hmm. believe, you're going to be like, oh, the, you're going to try and find ways to discredit it. You're going to try and find ways to explain it away. And then that's when you're like just completely pushing that person to the side and saying, oh, that doesn't happen. Um, mm -hmm. So, but if you're, if you're able to empathize a little bit and say, okay, I don't believe, but I want to know what happened so I can try and feel it for myself kind of thing, like on the outside looking in, it might give you a better idea of what you're looking for. Yeah. Yep, I agree. So do you want to continue on with all the ghost talk or do you want to start talking about like how like ghost hunting works? Um, yeah, I mean, I don't know if I have much else to say. I just wanted to kind of go over like ghost basics. So what is a ghost? What kind of ghosts are there? Um, but yeah, I mean, I think we can segue into ghost hunting. And I, I think that something else that's important to talk about is maybe like communication with ghosts. Mm-hmm. Um, cause I think they kind of go hand in hand where, you know, like we mentioned, ghost stories have been around almost since like humans have been around. Right. Exactly, so it's yeah. this, it's this belief that there is something after you die that, you know, people have a soul or a life force, mm -hmm. um, that exits their body when, when they pass away. And so, you know, you can go back to, um, you know, civilizations that were, were pre, um, what is it called? Pre-written pre word. Mm -hmm. What is that? I forgot the term for that. But you guys know what I'm talking about. I know what you're talking about, but I don't so know. So even, even before they had a written language, there, there were stories of ghosts. So, you know, and, and I think probably for that same amount of time, you know, there's been this question, if if the soul exists, if ghosts exist, is there a way to communicate with them? Or is there a way to communicate and, and quantify them? Mm -hmm. if that makes sense. Yeah, I think, you know, let's talk about communicating with ghosts first. And then after that, we can go into um, ghost hunting, quote unquote. Um, mm -hmm. So one thing you see a lot uh, in movies is what a seance, right? That's how you say it, seance. Mm -hmm. um, so they'll, I mean, you know, it's it's always the same thing. They light some candles. It's an all dark room, and they have a Ouija board, right? And but I don't, I I feel like personally, like you probably don't need to have all that stuff. Um, like I said, I feel like if you open yourself up to it, you can you can do it pretty regularly. I I know some people that that have done that and uh they claim to have received messages back from ghosts. Uh you know, I haven't experienced it myself, but um that's just what they say. Yeah, I mean, I think you can go back and and 
even before like what the seances that we're familiar with and say, you know, again, civilizations have always had this like sort of spiritual leader or someone who interacts with spirits or, I mean, it wasn't terms the paranormal, but essentially, you know, the paranormal. Um, and so it is interesting to see sort of the present day um, ritual associated with it, because it is a ritual, right? Like you said, the, the, the Ouija board, the hand holding, all this other stuff. Mm-hmm. Um, but it, it, what we know has a very rocky history <laughs> um, because, or I should say, well, yeah, rocky, because a lot of people, when it became really popular, uh, started to debunk it. There were a lot of fakes. Mm-hmm. And so I think it kind of threw what we know as, you know, these seances or or speaking with the dead or ghosts and spirits is like is it real is it not real like i don't know there's a lot of questions out there right and i think that you know like you said it started getting debunked and then it's like so it gets debunked and like you said there's a lot of fakes so then it's like well everybody's a fake then you know what i mean yeah and so it kind of discredits everyone who believes in ghosts who tries to speak with ghosts um uh you know paranormal investigators like a really famous one is ed and ed and lorraine warren is that her name um the annabelle people you know what i'm talking about yeah oh lorraine. yeah yeah um, mm-hmm. like they were big ghost hunters um mm-hmm. and so and even to this day you know they're they're said to be an artist hoax they're they're hoaxers um and so you know they've been doing it since what the 50s something like that mm-hmm. so for 60 years 70 years almost um they've been told that they're fakes and so mm-hmm. i think it comes back to if you open yourself up to it you know if you if you really believe in ghosts you know there's there's really no limit to the things that you can do um no, I, yeah. I wouldn't touch a Ouija board. That's just me. <laughs> I just I just think it's so interesting. And I, I know we keep touching on this of the, you know, whether or not you believe in ghosts, like, you know, there's things happen to people, but it's just the the kind of divide between people who believe and people who don't believe is almost to me more interesting than like ghosts themselves which is a little bit weird to say but like the the general consensus in a majority of the scientific community is that there there is no proof of ghosts there is no there never has been like hard scientific evidence um you know a lot of um classic uh feelings or emotions um have been debunked uh and so it's just but at the same time I have friends who swear up and down that 
you know, they have some sort of connection with the spiritual world. Mm -hmm. And it's just so, it's so interesting to me because I I mean, obviously I don't think that my friends are lying. Um, I believe them, but at the same time, like I've never seen a ghost. I don't have any ghost experience. I've, I consider myself like a pragmatic believer, Mm -hmm. right? So I don't, I've never seen it, so I can't really say that I believe in ghosts. But if something were to happen to me, then, you know, I, I'm i not against changing my mind. But it's just, I don't know. It's just very interesting to me. Yeah, I mean, I think that the big divide actually, I mean, okay. So not entirely because of this, but I think a good chunk of it has to do with the the popularity that ghost hunting got in like the late 90s, early 2000s. Yeah. Um, I mean, think about how many TV shows there were that were on like the sci-fi yeah. channel or whatever, USA or whatever, that were all about hunting ghosts, ghost hunters and paranormal Midwest. Even even now, like on like the history channel and stuff, they have like haunted America and you know all this stuff. Yeah. And I think it's just like the over-the-top nature of some of those ghost hunting teams they're pretty ridiculous (laughs) like i don't know if you guys have watched ghost hunters recently with zach baggins zach braggins however you say his name i like him he's you like him he is the (laughs) biggest douchebag i've ever seen in my life he is, but that's what's so funny. It's I mean, like this yeah. it's like this bro who decided to go ghost hunting. Yeah. <laughs> like it's hilarious to watch, but I can't yeah, take great. him seriously. It's great entertainment. <laughs> I can't take him seriously as like a ghost hunter because the person's like telling him the history of what's going on. He's like, Oh, okay. Alright, well let's go hunt some ghosts. It's like, okay, sure, dude. I guess just throw all that history out the window and just set up your stuff. Um, yeah, <laughs> but you know, I think that that's a big issue, um, with why there's such a divide in, mm-hmm. in believing and not believing is because for a while there, it was, it was everywhere. It was everywhere. Um, and so I think you just kind of get sick of it. And then you have, like I said, you have over the top people that are acting like they're talking to ghosts and i don't know so there's something that i want to pursue a little bit that's happening in my chat right now so um and pizzy i hope that's okay but so i guess when i was just mentioning like friends who have described having a um sort of like sixth sense or kind of like spiritual connection um i guess i was thinking of it as kind of lumped into the same category as ghosts okay but pizzy who who has this gift um says that he's never experienced ghosts before or never had a ghost experience okay but still has I don't know. How would you describe it, Pizzy? You say it's more of a warning. So sort of like a, a I guess it would be a sixth sense in a way, right? A like sense? 
Well, like, and not not to like discredit it. I'm not. I'm not trying. Yeah. But like, because like you always see him like um. Uh. He in the comics and stuff. He always gets that like you know buzz above his head or whatever, and then he can like dodge out of the way. So I get that's that kind of thing. Kind I of. guess I mean, I'm just trying like to. Look, yeah, that. I guess I'm just trying to like figure out. Is there a difference between like this sort of like sixth sense, like like otherworldly connection, or uh, like versus actual ghosts? You know what I mean? <laughs> yeah, and I'm not yeah. trying to. I, I don't want you to think, Pizzy, that I'm I'm trying to like downplay it, or you know, be. I'm not trying to be a prick about it. Really, I'm not. Um, I'm just like, like Biscuit, I'm just trying to get. Just like clarification. Cause it, it's interesting. I've had, I guess when I say I have friends who, who have some sort of like spiritual connection or gift, I always just assume that it also had to do with ghosts, but maybe it's something entirely different, which is a completely different avenue, but Yeah. If sickness and major dizziness and something very good or bad will happen to someone close to you. Interesting. So yeah, so more of a sixth sense kind of thing. Mm-hmm. Never know who it is or the direction, but it always happens. Now, does it ever happen to you? Like, do you get sick or major di- like majorly dizzy, and then the good or bad thing happens to you, or is it always to someone else? That's my question. That's interesting, though. Yeah, I guess that's that's like a whole nother topic is sort of like people with gifts, I guess, and sort of I, I'm sure there's a wide variety of people who experience different things and can do different things. Hmm. Um, so I, I don't know, maybe for a future a future topic, but um, yeah, that's interesting. Sure. Sorry, I thought that was worth worth pursuing. No, for sure. But, Absolutely. Um, yeah. Yeah, because because there are people. I mean, there are people who, I mean, it, it have experiences or gifts that also do relate to ghosts. So, mm-hmm. um, but yeah, I don't know, something interesting. Yeah, for sure. I I would be interested in uh, revisiting that topic. Actually, yeah. um, that's really interesting. Yeah. Hmm. So um, so going back to like seances and everything. Uh, I know we just kind of touched on the divide between, you know, people who believe and people who don't believe. Um, but just like the the kind of present day seances or even the ghost shows, I mean, there's there, there's just people who love it, people who eat it up and people who just think that it's awful and they don't believe one bit of it. But um it's it's really hard to figure out what is what could be real what's fake and you know if there are people doing this stuff who who truly believe that things that things are happening when they really aren't so it's you have this wide like gambit of people and you know experiences so yeah i think another another issue comes with um you know, if you tell someone, not every time, but usually if you you tell someone that you believe in ghosts or the paranormal or 
Bigfoot or aliens or whatever, you know, um, you kind of get looked at like, really? Why? Mm-hmm. Kind of thing. And um, it kind of, that's another reason it causes it to divide is that people aren't really open to other people being open to it. And it's like, yeah. <laughs> it's, it's really, it kind of causes, you know, some strain between those two people if if that comes out and the person's not okay with it or they're not understanding. Um, and so, you know, that's why a lot of people are like, well, you know, maybe it doesn't exist. Then. Like if I'm, if I'm crazy for believing in it, then, you know, it must be false kind of thing. Yeah. Um, but that's not, it's not always so black and white, obviously. Yeah, there's kind of like a stigma placed on it almost. Yeah. Yeah. Um but yeah, I think that, you know, the modern day séances and stuff, I think that they I think that there are still some fakes. Um oh, for obviously. Sure. But I think that yeah. you know, it's something in my personal opinion, it's not something me to like trifled with. Um it's not mm-hmm. something that you should just take lightly, you know, if you're going to do it, you should do it and be respectful um, because you don't know who or what is going to answer back. And that's, I think that's the scariest part for me. And that's why I would probably never participate in one. Um, That's just me. Yeah. Well, that's like the classic dilemma, right? You're, you could potentially, even if you don't believe you still kind of believe because <laughs> if there is something out there, you don't want it to hurt you or curse you. <laughs> right. Yeah. So that's, that's always the dilemma. Um, and I, yeah, I mean, there've been plenty of movies about it, the especially about the, the Ouija board, but like I had a friend in high school who had paranormal experiences or some sort of gift. Um, and just always told me like never like the Ouija boards are just never a good idea like never ever use them yeah and I think (laughs) you know the scariest part of a Ouija board is so when you hear the term Ouija right Ouija board like you think of what like the Milton Bradley Parker Brothers right oh yeah well you can buy it at any Walmart right like (laughs) but did you know that to be considered a Ouija board like it's just literally the alphabet on a piece of paper and some sort of looking glass. Yeah. Yeah. Like well, that's, that's like I said, movies takes. like, yeah, there are movies where people are like, yeah, drawing on a piece of paper or writing it in blood on the wall or whatever. You know? Right. <laughs> so it doesn't have to be like an actual board, but no. yeah, but I get where you're coming from. <laughs> it's like, that's, that's really scary. Not to mention I'm from St. Louis. I like the exorcist, right? That is based on a kid from St. Louis, like the St. Alexia's Brothers Hospital no longer stands, but they rebuilt it. They tore it down and they rebuilt it like next door. Hmm. Right. Because that makes sense. Right. Um, <laughs> but apparently um, one of the, the floor that the kid was held on or whatever is still haunted like to this day. Um, like they don't use it. They don't use it at all. So, I don't know. Yeah, I mean, 
when you, yes. I mean, obviously there are ghosts who in and of themselves aren't necessarily like, they're just kind of there. I mean, you, you get the, um, uh, you know, I guess you could get angry ghosts or ghosts, you know, poltergeists who <laughs> may wish you uh, ill will. But for the most part, I mean, you're not really messing with anything like bad. Hopefully. But it's, but yeah, but the fact that, I mean, I, I think the idea is you could be trying to summon a ghost when in fact you're summoning something else. <laughs> uh, <laughs> demonic, uh, if you also believe in that. So, yes. Um, I don't know. I, uh, I would be interested to uh, find out how many people, like, are there people who believe in ghosts but not demons? Or, um, you know, ghosts, they believe in ghosts but um, not necessarily any sort of, like, afterlife? I, I don't know. I, I, I would just be, uh, it would be interesting to hear what, what people's beliefs are and if there's overlap or... Um, you know, I, I have a very interesting, I, I think it's interesting view on what ghosts are. But I'll save that for more. Okay. Um, <laughs> am, I, am I jumping ahead? No, it's. Just, I think we're getting a little bit off track. Um, what was I going to say? Um, so yeah, seances. Uh, there. Like I said, I think you got to be. I think. It, I think you need to be respectful if you're going to do one. Um, I think that you can really run the risk of causing more harm than you are going to do good. Um, but you know, if you want to do one, then by all means, do it up. That's my my thought. Mm -hmm. Um, do you want to jump into ghost hunting, or is there any more that you want to talk about with like talking ghosts? Yeah, well, I think um, so. Pirate Monkey hopped in and said, "I would never try a Ouija board. I don't believe in it, but why risk it?" Yeah, exactly. <laughs> I think that's. I think that's. Those are the feelings of probably a a lot of people. <laughs> but yeah, we can we can hop into ghost hunting. Okay. So I was not aware that ghost hunting and paranormal investigators have been around since the eighteenth century. Mm -hmm. Um, did you know that? Uh I did from my research. For okay. Podcast. I meant before <laughs> But not prior to that, no. Okay. <laughs> Um, I think that's really interesting, you know, that people have been investigating paranormal situations, experiences, or whatever, whatever you want to call them, um, since the 18th century. Um, you know, it, it, I would like to know more about how it was done, um, in the early days of it, because a lot of... A lot of what we see today is pretty much the same thing. You know, they go in, they have the uh, the EMF meters, they have video, like night vision cameras posted up. Um, some uh, kind of contraption some, to help you quantify or record right. ghosts. 
they have like <laughs> audio recorders in every room and mics and you know everything like that um but i would i would be interesting interested to know um what exactly the quote unquote equipment was to um investigate paranormal stuff in the 18th century i don't know i didn't find anything on like the equipment did you no i um i saw like you that it it went back um quite a ways more than i was expecting but yeah i, I mean we have these present day tools that are definitely more modern technology but i i didn't find any information about like what was used in the past yeah um, um pirate monkey says i'm assuming religion played a huge part in ancient ghost hunting see that makes sense um yeah. that because a lot of the stories you know were there wasn't like you said there it was like free free written word so a lot of those stories yeah. of ghosts and the supernatural and stuff they would be passed down through you know vocal story um word of mouth and mm -hmm. so i think that um i think he's right that a re religion would play a whole a whole big part into uh ancient ghosts. yeah and i mean i guess if you're thinking it in that way there could be tests or uh, items or things uh based in that religion that could be used to sort of like quantify the ghosts you know mm -hmm. like if you if you light these herbs on fire and the smoke blows a certain way, that means that there are ghosts present, you know? Like, I don't know. So, let me ask you this question. All right. Do you think that people believe in ghosts, the ones that believe in ghosts, do you think they believe in ghosts so they have something to believe in? Wait, say that again? The people that believe in ghosts. Yes. Do you think that they believe in ghosts so they have something to believe in so that it gives them like, like in their mind, there is ghosts. So therefore there must be an afterlife. Well, that, that was my question. I think that most people would probably say, yeah, yes. I mean, if you believe in ghosts, then you believe in the afterlife. Mm. This, the two are tied together. But like um, Tax said earlier in my stream, I mean, there are different theories for what ghosts are. And so I think you can have, you can believe in ghosts without necessarily believing. I, I mean, I think there has to be some level of belief, right? Like you have to believe that humans have a soul that, I don't know, releases or, well, actually maybe not even that necessarily. I mean, there are some, theories that ghosts are more like remnants of energy and okay. so that that kind of cuts out like the soul and the afterlife altogether so it's more of like a a natural phenomenon versus more of a like um spiritual phenomenon if that makes sense yeah but, for sure i don't know um I was just curious what your thoughts were. Um, yeah. Uh, Pirate Monkey says, early ghost hunting was kind of seen as witchcraft or heresy. 
but there are few reports of that kind of activity until the early Victorian period when it became a bit more mainstream, quote-unquote, popular due to the fascination with the supernatural. That coincides with what uh, the person in your chat saying that religious people thought that it was a good idea to drown women to see if they were witches. That's true. But yeah. <laughs> that, doesn't all, that doesn't discredit ghosts because religious people thought that people were witches. Does that make sense? Yes. Well, yes. Yes. I mean, I think that there have been records of ghosts. I mean, obviously, yes, I'm sure they are prevalent within different religions, but I think that well, I don't know. Oh, I'm it is probably uh, it's probably even historically heavily based in religion because you have to you have to believe that people have a soul or a life essence which lends itself to some sort of like higher higher being or like some sort of you know what i'm saying yeah yeah um i think that with as many religion or not religions civilizations with as many civilizations that have stories um encounters um experiences with ghosts throughout the years that it's a bit short-sighted to completely dismiss them um, just because we don't have any proof. And that's the same line of thinking I have with things like aliens and Bigfoot. But I'm also a little bit of a nut. And that's fine. <laughs> yeah. I'm... Yeah, I don't know. It's it's a topic that really makes you think. Or makes me think. Because I I am in that bucket of well, I don't know. I guess I'm still technically in the pragmatic bucket. Like I don't I don't really believe in any sort of afterlife. I believe once you're gone, you're gone. Um, but, how, but how would I know? You won't know. <laughs> I wouldn't not. know until I'm dead. Back as a ghost <laughs> and haunt me and let me know. Or it's the same kind of thing. I've never seen a ghost. I don't, I could say that I don't really believe in ghosts, but if I were to have a ghostly experience, could that change my mind? maybe it depends on what kind of experience it is i i don't know it's just i don't know ghosts are interesting because they lead to a lot of other implications and uh beliefs so i agree yeah i agree yeah valaria says that she's seen many ghosts and they've talked to her valaria i would love to hear your thoughts like your um, experiences. I really would. I really would. Yeah, and there's there's some uh, chat going on about scientists mm -hmm. because I know we mentioned earlier that generally the scientific 
community kind of debunks ghosts. But yeah, Tack, I think that there there have sciences have worked hand in hand to try and like prove different ghost theories or phenomenon. So I think that there has really been a concerted effort to try and quantify and get that hard evidence of ghosts and spirits. And I don't think it's really happened. <laughs> so here's here's the issue with the scientists that have tried to disprove uh, ghosts is that um, they don't often try to disprove the paranormal and they more often try to disprove the technology that people use to hunt ghosts. Mm-hmm. Or they'll try and recreate the paranormal experience and they fail to do so. So they say, well, ghosts don't exist if we can't recreate it, which is a fine assessment. However, like I said earlier, if you don't open yourself up, if you're not opened up to it, in my opinion, you're not going to have it happen. Does that make sense? Mm-hmm. So if you're completely shutting that door and saying ghosts don't exist, now let me try and go out and recreate this paranormal experience to see if I get a response. I don't think it's going to happen personally, but I don't know because. I'm not I mean, I think, I think that there's always going to be um, some bias um, in within any community. So if we're talking about the scientific community, I'm sure there's bias, but I think for the most part, if you're, if you're talking about, um just a scientist right i mean Mm -hmm. the the goal of science is to uh, you know come up with a theory test it figure out the results like i don't think science in general is is anti-ghost right right it's just it's just part of the process like so I understand that, but what I'm yeah. saying is, if the scientist is not open to it, then it won't matter. It's not a it's not a scientific thing. Paranormal experiences aren't a scientific thing; they're a personal thing. Oh, I guess I guess that's what I'm saying. So, like, if you're a scientist and you are trying to prove a theory, whether it's, um, you know the earth is round (laughs) or um you know ghosts exist i mean i think as a scientist you have to be open to the possibilities of your theory right so like i don't know if that counts as what you're trying to convey i mean i think that a scientist should go in without any without preconceived notions right Mm -hmm. it's like here's my theory I'm going to test it to the best of my ability and we're going to see what the results are. So in an ideal world, a scientist trying to get data on a ghost wouldn't be closed off to that experience, right? Mm -hmm. I guess. I don't know. But if you're saying it's more of like a spiritual thing and, you know, the scientist testing it doesn't have that like spiritual quality that is needed for ghosts which that's maybe another discussion point i don't know but um then maybe i don't know i don't know i don't know what i'm trying to say <laughs> i don't know either i don't know anyways um 
What were we talking about before we got on the subject? Ghost hunting. Yeah. Well, yes. Ghost hunting. Um, Pirate Monkey says <laughs> uh, ancient ghost hunting tools, right? Because we were both were trying to come up with ideas for what they would be. Um, he says he had uh, Harry Price uh, had a laboratory seance room and used stuff like a bowl of mercury to detect tremors in a room as well as electroscopes and a galvan galvanometer galvanometer um, to detect electricity bar, bear graphs um, thermographs and air testers to record record the circulation of air interesting hmm. so that's just like stuff that we use today for the most part you know like barometers record atmospheric pressure thermometers um obviously mm -hmm. interesting that's like stuff that like meteorologists use yeah so it's so yeah so it sounds like so meteorologists are paranormal researchers confirmed hmm interesting kidding kidding <laughs> whatever all right i get it go on <laughs> What else are we talking about? Uh, yeah, so I mean, just the the methods and items used to hunt ghosts. I mean, yes. it sounds like some of the items that were used in the past are very similar to current day contraptions <laughs> or technology or um, uh, items used. Um, it, so that's it is interesting though that out of all of those things. Like, they don't really use any of that now. Like, you don't, like, you see, like, digital thermometers and stuff, but how often do they use a barometer to record atmospheric pressure on ghost adventure? You know what I'm right. saying? Like, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> they use the EMF machines to detect electromagnetic currents and stuff. Yeah. But, I don't know. It's interesting that they don't, I, I don't, I don't know, I've never seen an EMF machine or any of that stuff. So I wouldn't know if maybe it has barometer built in. My favorite ghost hunting machine, based on all of the shows that I've watched, <laughs> now whether or not they actually work, you know, that's neither here nor there. But in the context of the shows, I love the um, I love the recorders. <laughs> the audio recorder. Yeah, because they're like. They're just kind of ridiculous. Like it, it's cool that you can hear like this stuff recorded on there, but the the links that the shows always go through to like convince you that it definitely said a specific thing mm -hmm. is kind of funny to me. Oh, hilarious! <laughs> it's ridiculous. The yeah, the, it's like a, f a like string of like six noises. And they're like, see, they said. They they said my name, did they? Yeah. Did they really? I don't know. <laughs> it's that's what I'm saying though. Is like I think that's yeah. a lot of the reason that people nowadays, not ghost hunters, don't believe is because of how ridiculous those damn shows are. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Goatmeal says she likes how they're always 
they're always saying the only possibility, the yeah. single possibility is ghosts. Like <laughs> it could be nothing else. <laughs> it's like uh, aliens. Aliens is, is the exa answer for everything. Yeah. So but. I don't know, but I think that I think that the equipment that they use is. It's it's kind of like pseudosciency. It is. I, I mean, mean that's, it's very pseudosciency. That's what they. I mean, that's what they like. That's what they classify it as. You know, is is pseudoscience. Yeah. Um, I think the interesting thing is that like. From what I've read, is that they don't really like use the, the um, the equipment right. <laughs> so mm -hmm. they're they're using this stuff and they're basically interpreting, um, the information that it puts out to them, and they're not even like using it correctly. So they're yeah. just, they're just <laughs> interpreting things that don't that don't they're nothing. It's nothing, and they're interpreting it because. They think that that's what it's supposed to be. So I guess that begs the question, like, obviously the the ghost hunting shows are purely entertainment, I would argue. Mm -hmm. <laughs> um, but, you know, if, if, if they're not using the equipment right and they're not really qualified to doing it, um, I mean, I think that brings up several questions. Mm -hmm. Are there people who are you know, legitimate ghost hunters who know how to operate that equipment and can, and can read and use it correctly. Um, and I guess the second question is if all of those machines are really just purely pseudoscience, you know, I, I think that the implication of the paranormal not being able to be quantified is something pretty big, right? I mean, because you have to think if if ghosts are real, spirits are real, mm -hmm. but they but they cannot be quantified. Science can't replicate results. Mm -hmm. uh, then I don't know. Like I said, there there are tons of implications that opens up this this whole other question of you know what else out there exists that can't can't be quantified <laughs> and i know there are things like you know um bigfoot and, and other other mm -hmm. things i think those are like actual physical beings but when you're talking about you know phenomenon that that can't ever be replicated or measured i think that it's there are a lot of, a lot of questions open up there yeah i mean i think that I think that whenever any way you go about talking about ghosts, it opens up more questions than it answers. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Like you can't. No one's gonna have all the answers for all the vast amount of questions you're gonna have regarding ghosts and ghosts. Um, I think that you know, like you said, if they can't use the equipment properly, or they're using it improperly, or however whatever you want to say um there's got to be somebody out there that understands how it works otherwise it probably wouldn't have been made i mean that might be a little short-sighted on to say that but i would assume using 
open common sense that if you make something, you understand how it works. Mm -hmm. However, if you don't, if it's if it's used purely for entertainment purposes on TV, or you know on like ghost hunting tours, you know tourist attraction type stuff, mm -hmm. then it might not matter if you know how it works if you're the creator kind of thing does that make sense yeah yeah okay. it does okay so i think that in that sense that i think that you're you're just running into like you said more questions just more questions yeah and i i'm i tend to be a little more pessimistic so i mean all of the shows, all of the ghost tours that you can go on. I mean, I think that it's such a, um, it's really like more of an entertainment industry at this point where you can make a lot of money talking about ghosts or trying to prove that ghosts exist, that it's really just muddied the waters when you want to talk about about this topic seriously i guess <laughs> yeah i think i think you're right i mean and that's what i'm saying like that's what i was saying earlier with like the stigma you know that comes with oh i believe in ghosts really why because all the shows on tv are fake you know they don't even know how to use their equipment blah blah, blah. um so you kind of it, it's really hard to like open up an honest dis discussion um when the quote-unquote pros as you know um we like to call them i guess pros don't even understand how it works also yeah if you want to talk about tupac we can talk about the, the tupac conspiracy if you like <laughs> we we can talk about i can spend three or four hours talking about the tupac conspiracy no joke um first of all and second of all Pirate Monkey, that is exactly what I believe. That is, oh, is that what you believe? That is 100% what I believe. That's a cool theory. I was just thinking purely like spiritual versus like energy remnants, but the multi-universe theory, that's actually a really cool one. <laughs> yeah, that's, that's what I believe is that um, rather than it being a ghost or, you know, what we think of as a ghost, a dead person, um, the two universes are kind of rubbing too close together at that point and you <laughs> they're rubbing like, up on each other yeah and you step through for a split second or you see through for a split second and that gives you the the quote unquote ghost um it would also in my opinion it would explain some of the angry ghosts that try and chase you out of places, right? We see that often, and granted, it's a TV show, but you know we see it often on TV where they're like, "Oh, get out!" You know, blah blah blah, and it's like, dude, if someone came into my house, like, I would chase them out too. That's all I'm saying. What if, what if instead of a multiverse? What if it's more of like a uh, time time loop? What if people get stuck in time? They get stuck between time. 
stuck between. There's a, there you go. That's a good point. That, and that, that would can't. explain the old timey dress of some ghosts. Yeah. Or again with the multiverse, like maybe they never advanced to make more like different clo clothing. You know what I mean? So they're yeah. like in that dimension, they're they're still old timey. I don't know. It's just an interesting yeah. thing to think about, I think. Um yeah, and so Goatmeals is asking, you know, why why can't everyone see ghosts or why hasn't everyone seen ghosts? And I think think that if you're talking about the multiverse theory or even like stuck in time or something else, I mean you would have to think that it's probably a very rare occurrence. So it wouldn't be happening to a lot of people. Yeah. Um, I, mean, I mean, if you're thinking about ghosts in the traditional sense, I mean, I guess you could say the same thing. Yeah. I mean, I think that, especially if you're talking about the multi multiverse theory, is that I would hope that these multiple universes aren't bumping against each other that often. If that's the case, I would hope. Yeah. But again, I don't know. So. But yeah, that's my theory. Is that I mean I oh. is that it's just a bunch of different universes and you step through a portal or look through a looking glass and there you go. Yeah, and you know, in terms of people seeing ghosts, I feel like I know more people who have a ghost story than not. Um so I don't know if that I don't know if that means anything. If you think about the people you know and how many ghost stories they might have. I don't, I don't know. know. Maybe maybe it's more prevalent than you think, potentially. Yeah. yeah. So, I don't know. Uh, the multi multiverse theory just makes it seem like a way to be like, ghosts are real, but it's rare and we can't prove it. You just have to believe. It doesn't quite hold up. Well, nothing holds up if you're putting it under a microscope like that. That's why it's a theory. Well, I think that, yeah, I mean, I don't, I think it's less of an excuse to say it's, well, I don't know. I mean, yes, I would agree. That's why it's a theory. It's a theory because it can't be proven. <laughs> yeah, I mean. And it... I mean, if we could, if we could prove a multiverse theory, that would be, I think, you know, the, the ghosts or the flashes of people would be our. The least of our concerns. <laughs> I think, yeah, I think if we could prove a multiverse theory, I wouldn't give a shit about ghosts. <laughs> well, I mean, I guess they're not quite ghosts at that part, right? They're right. just like flashes of people or, right. yeah, glimpses Something. through a portal. Yeah. So, I don't know. That also, the multiverse theory is a part of uh, the missing 411 cases, which we covered first on the conspiracy reviews. Um, is it? Yeah, because they think that maybe there's like, um, like you know, like they're like going through other dimensions in those yeah, areas. It's like that's mm. the spot. That's the one spot, or whatever, where it, it rubbed against each other or it overlapped at a certain point, and they got taken along when it split back apart, and that's why they're there one minute and they're gone the next. Yeah. So hmm. I don't know. Yeah. 
do you want to um give your thoughts on on ghosts i know you said you're like you you don't necessarily believe but you ne don't necessarily disbelieve is that yeah yes i mean i think that i would say overall i don't believe in ghosts um if i if i thought i saw something that was a ghost it depends on the encounter whether or not i would change my mind mm -hmm. i think it's more of you know going back to the you know can can you prove it can it be replicated um and you know if if i started to see some of that i'd be like okay well maybe you know maybe this uh ghost thing has some legs um but you know i can't honestly say that one ghost experience would change my mind um again depending on the experience but um i don't know yeah and so i mean and i already said i yeah you're open know. to the idea i am all right yes. well welcome in all the ghosts you heard it there first <laughs> she's opening herself up to you um i find that interesting though that you are in that camp with ghosts mm -hmm. um while with the black-eyed kids you seemed more open to the idea of the black-eyed kids and less of it being a hoax trying to remember back like I think that's because <laughs> I know <laughs> I I think that's because it was uh I t uh, with the black eyed children I was thinking of it as more of an aliens uh Do you believe in aliens? extraterrestrial sort of encounter which I well I find that to be more plausible than demons. <laughs> If that, that's fair. yeah, okay. and I, so I think that's why. <laughs> right. Okay, okay, yeah. I, I got you, I got you. Yes. Um. So, do we want to open it up to chat now and have them share their experiences if they feel comfortable with it? Yeah, yeah. If anyone in chat wants to share their uh, paranormal or ghostly experience, we would love to hear about it and uh, and discuss it with you on stream. Yeah, um, for sure. in my chat or it's in man's chat do you do you have while people are typing or thinking um do you have a story tin man i actually have two i i wouldn't necessarily say that they're like paranormal because they could probably be pretty easily explained um <laughs> at least one of them um yeah so i'll start with the one that could be pretty easily explained so i was living um back in st louis at my old house and i used to work at ups Okay, mm -hmm. so basically the, I used to work early mornings and when I say early mornings, I mean like one in the morning until like 9 a.m. That was our mm -hmm. shift, 8 or 9 a.m. And um, so I get home, I'm exhausted, right? Obviously, because UPS is ridiculous. Anyways, mm -hmm. so I'm like sitting on the couch and I like start to doze off and um, I wake up and not long after that you hear like some voices outside and i'm hmm. thinking oh great you know it's like it's jehovah's witness it's the mormons coming back like it's someone coming up to my door that i don't want to talk to because i'm exhausted right. and so i hear the screen door open 
and they're still talking and they i hear the screen door close like i hear okay so i hear them talking up my driveway i hear them step up on my wooden deck i hear the screen door open they're still talking i hear the screen door close and i hear them i don't hear anything else so i wait a minute and i get up i look out the little peephole in the door and no one's standing there i'm like well that's weird nobody even knocked or rang the doorbell so i'm like oh it must have been like the girl scouts like leaving something you know because they like leave like the bag for you to put canned goods in does that happen right. where you live no no but I, really no. okay anyways oh yeah well I, yeah i get yeah okay so i'm like oh it must have been like them or somebody leaving something on my doorstep something like that so i open the door and like nothing's there there's no there's no paper there's no bag there's nothing nothing's there it's like somebody just opened the door and like walked away right so then i step off of my deck and i walk out to the middle like the middle of the road and there's no one around it's like eerily quiet in my neighborhood no one around and i mean from the time that i i like heard the screen door shut for the last time and i got up it's probably like a minute and a half so it's not right. like they're they could have gotten that far unless they were like in a hurry does yeah. that make sense yes so that was the first one again not super crazy i wouldn't necessarily <laughs> say it was a ghost were you um, were you spooked were you uh, like scared i wasn't scared but i was a little i was a little weirded out i'm not gonna lie like, unnerved um, yeah i was a little weirded out about it um <laughs> just because like i said it wasn't that long and the, i didn't hear a car drive away or anything like that it, it, yeah i would have heard them leaving not to mention i didn't hear them walking down my deck stairs um anyways so that was the first one second one um i'm at work at ups and like i said i'm from st louis we lock our doors because that's sketchy <laughs> um so we lock our car doors right and it's like the middle of the winter at ups and i'm coming out of work and uh my buddy who rides with me is standing outside the car like waiting waiting for me and i'm like what's up dude he's like he's like have you been out to the car lately like today already and i was like no why and he's like look at this and so i walk over to his side of the the passenger side of the car and i look at the windshield right and there is a handprint on my windshield it's the left hand print okay mm -hmm. and it's like inside of my car <laughs> on the passenger side okay so like if you imagine if you're sitting in the driver's seat of your car mm -hmm. if you take your left hand and try and reach across to the almost to the passenger window and put your hand there mm -hmm. but it's on the inside of my car was it the size of your hand it was the size of an, a, a hand, a man's hand. This a man's hand. Okay. Um, Interesting. But I had the keys with me, and the the car was locked. Hmm. So that's pretty spooky. That's that's probably the the spookiest thing thing that's happened to me. Hmm. Uh, that's the thing I would say is closest to a paranormal experience in my life 
Those are pretty spooky. I have to admit. Any, I uh, have. Go ahead. Huh? Go ahead. Oh. I honestly, the only. I can't really say that I've had a ghost experience. I had a scare one time as a kid and I like chalked it up to ghosts, kind of. I, I like joked about it being a ghost because I just couldn't explain it. But uh, I don't know. It really could have been anything. Okay. Tell me everything. <laughs> so I was just, I was home alone and uh, I had two cats at the time. My parents were out. I was like, I don't know, 13 or 14. So it was like, watching TV on the couch and uh, the door to the basement was open and it was like a finished basement. My mom worked down there. She had her office down there mm-hmm. and uh, the, the doors like cracked and I hear this huge like thud and like a crash and I like, it's like scared me. So like, okay, I should probably like, maybe there's a cat down there. Maybe it got into something. So I go down there, no cats, I realized afterwards that both of the cats were just like sitting in the same room with me, um, looked around, like couldn't see anything that had fallen. It's not like a, a pile of books fell or something. Mm-hmm. I couldn't see anything that had actually fallen or something like big enough that would make that noise. Mm-hmm. And so I, I like immediately ran back up the stairs and like slammed the, the uh, basement, basement door and just like, huddled in the corner of the couch like waiting for my parents to get home that's too much for me i don't like it (laughs) but that was like literally the only thing that ever happened at that house never had any other like ghostly or paranormal experience so i don't know maybe to you maybe to you that was the only thing that happened did you ever ask your family uh no i didn't no you should you should ask them if anything ever happened to them in that house maybe maybe i should maybe that was the only time it happened to uh to you to me yeah that's a possibility could could be it (laughs) digstown says uh he asked me if i knew of a place called uh sours castle i guess that's how you would say it's in kansas city kansas so close to where i live oh good (laughs) okay so let me let me start this off. Uh, you can look look it up in Kansas City, Kansas. We broke into it when I was sixteen. Good job, Diggs. Uh, and went through the basement, and the only room we couldn't enter was a master bedroom, two giant ass double doors, uh, no power, and has been abandoned for years. So then he says, uh, when we were leaving, we heard a giant door slam and looked up and saw the bell tower and master bedroom with the lights on, and then they shut off oh wait couldn't that have like been someone who already and they were like no power uh, and it's been abandoned for years interesting could have been a squatter i guess yeah but still the no power that's pretty spooky though that they were in there for hours there was no one in there and he did say that they could that was the only room they couldn't enter Hmm. interesting i'm wondering why why couldn't you enter it was it locked I feel that like that's like kids up there like doing something they're not supposed to be doing. <laughs> it was probably Diggs. It was probably Diggs. <laughs> He's I mean he said he broke into the place. Like, <laughs> I don't know. Or the caretaker. I don't know. 
we weren't supposed to you can see the pictures i'll have to look it up i'll have to look it up interesting okay well do you and it was called else? sour's castle uh, yeah, yeah yeah uh let's see s-a-u i think oh sour yeah sour's sour's castle interesting i um when I was yeah, this isn't a really a ghost story. It it's a what should have been a ghost story, and I wish it was a ghost story, but turned out not to be a ghost story. Mm-hmm. <laughs> there is this um huge like compound uh right down the street from where I lived that at the time, uh in the past it had been like a uh facility for people with um mental disabilities. So if they were severe enough or I guess if their family just needed help, they would uh, live full time there. So this compound had like apartment buildings, hospital, uh, had a church um, and all this other stuff. And so when I was younger, it's like a dog park and like actual nice park now. But when I was younger, it had been abandoned. And so my friends and I went down there and ended up kind of doing the same thing as digs, but we ended up, it, it actually wasn't even locked. It was just open. So we didn't, we weren't technically breaking in. We were trespassing, but <laughs> we went into one of the open buildings that, um, apparently, yeah, yeah. Um, I don't, I don't, it was some sort of like hospital, like apartment hybrid, but, um, they were just, I was really hoping for some sort of paranormal moment and it didn't happen. Maybe it's because we were there during the day, but it had everything going for it to be like a paranormal experience. People had died there. It was abandoned. It was spooky, <laughs> but nothing ended up happening. So it was kind of a letdown. Yeah. I mean, you know, the the most famous one is obvi- is probably um well at least one of the most famous ones is probably um like I said St. Alexia Brothers Hospital in St. Louis, Missouri. Mm-hmm. That's where the the kid from the exorcist was was held. And like I said to this day they don't go I think it's the third floor something like that. Uh mm-hmm. they don't go there. It's completely shut down. Um and so even if they have to go down there for like something, uh, they've reported, you know, like eerie feelings. Um, and the, I mean, they've reported all kinds of kinds of stuff. You yeah. Know? Um, Interesting. But that's one that you should look into if you, uh, and it's really weird. Cause it's, I think if I remember correctly, like the, the old, because now it's, I think it's just St. Alexis Hospital, Alexis. or it was St. Alexia Brothers, or the Alexia Brothers Hospital. And if I remember correctly, it burned down, or part of it burned down, and then they tore it down and rebuilt it, like, where the parking lot is now is where the old hospitals it used to be. Yeah, so, it's on a bunch of, like, most haunted yeah. lists. Yeah, it's, so, it's definitely yeah, it's up there. Um I always say that we should bring a Ouija board to the parking lot and have a little. No, that sounds like the worst idea. Everybody's like, "Oh yeah, let's do that." I was like, "Yeah, we can call Bazuzu. That'd be fun." 
Like, who the hell is that? I was like, have you ever seen The Exorcist? <laughs> like, that's what that's from. Like, oh, yeah, no, I'm I... not doing that. <laughs> I don't know. I, w I would go check it out. I wouldn't bring a board or anything. Like, I would walk around, sure. But uh, I wouldn't, like, tempt any Would you go to the, the floor that's shut down? Yeah, I would. Would you? Yeah. Got bigger balls than I do. <laughs> yeah, but I don't believe in ghosts. So like I would I would go and experience what there is to experience there. But like like uh someone mentioned earlier, I'm not gonna like tempt anything evil either. Yeah. <laughs> like I'll just hang out, but I'm not gonna um, call on anything. I don't know. I just <laughs> I know I've heard stories of people that worked there and they're like, Yeah, the third floor is the worst. But the whole hospital is is something yeah crazy. i mean i wouldn't go alone like i wouldn't go in there by myself but if i was with a group of people i'm just saying just saying <laughs> i mean he wants to go walk around an abandoned place it's dark not abandoned by yourself anymore. Anyway. It's, well the third floor well yeah that is but the rest of the hospital yeah. is still in use there's still patients just oh hanging well, yeah out, hanging out so it's fine it's dealing fine with the demons and stuff you know. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know. Um, yep. I have nothing else. Does anybody have anybody else have any um, ghostly stories? Actually, it's probably about time for you to go to bed, isn't it? Yeah, but I, I can uh, I can wait for any parting comments or stories about ghosts. But I think on my end, like I'm, I think I'm wrapped up on on ghosts here. Yeah, I mean, like I said, I I I think that. Personally, I think that you have to open yourself up to it in order to experience it. And if you shut yourself off from it, you're not going to experience it. Um, that's just my own personal beliefs. And, you know, like I said, um, I think that it, it could be a multiverse type thing. And that, you know, it, it sort of like tectonic plates, you know, with earthquakes. Um, they rub against each other and then stuff happens <laughs> yes well, that's all i got though there's there's a lot of different theories for ghosts and a lot of people have polarizing opinions on them and um but i think we we had a good discussion about you know a lot of different uh ghostly topics i agree um mm -hmm. if you guys would like to reach us um, get in contact with us and talk about maybe your your favorite conspiracy theory that you want to talk about if you want to hear us talk about um, you can reach us at 10 biscuit r on twitter at 10 biscuit reviews at gmail.com um, or email you know um, either biscuits discord uh, the trailblazers discord what else is that it I think that's or it i think you covered any, everything any social medias <laughs> that you might want to get us a hold of us on um we'll be back again two weeks two weeks so it would be november the 12th so we'll yeah. figure stuff out and if that doesn't work you know we're always pretty flexible you know if somebody has something going on um yeah and yeah, we we don't have a topic for next time as of yet. So if you guys have anything, I know we were kind of like on the spooky spooky track uh, this month for Halloween. But um, honestly, I would love to get into like 
scientific theories again, like our talk on um, uh, sim sim life, mm -hmm. simulated life. That was really fun. That was good. Um, but but if you guys have any sort of theories, ideas, legends, uh, any Tupac. of that stuff, Tupac. Uh, yeah. <laughs> I mean, we could. I would have to do research because I don't know anything about it, but uh, we could do that for sure. <laughs> All I'm saying is, I'm not saying the dude's alive, but I'm saying there's some really weird stuff that points to him maybe being alive. That's all I'm what about all what about celebrity death conspiracies? Because like I don't know the Tupac one, but I do know about the Avril Lavigne one, and Avril I Lavigne feel like one? there, yeah, where people think the real Avril Lavigne actually died and the current Avril Lavigne is actually her, like, singing double, her voice double. Isn't there another <laughs> celebrity that they say did that, too? I'm, well, um, that's what I'm saying. I think that there are probably a lot of these theories out there. There probably Maybe is. another topic. <laughs> Dave Chappelle is a clone. Is <laughs> a good <laughs> We could do, like, ridiculous celebrity... Like hey, hey conspiracies. now. Hey, I'm not. I'm not saying Tupac is ridiculous. All right. <laughs> Sorry, we could just do normal and very. I will know, say. Probable. I will say though, <laughs> if it like it's something that's really interesting to look into, uh, the Tupac thing, because it's it gets a little weird. I'm not gonna lie. Just some okay. Of the, some of the things that have happened since he died. Are really yeah. weird i'll give you one quick one right so near the end of his career he changed his name to machiavelli right mm -hmm. um he so do you know who nikolai machiavelli is no okay so he faked his own death he's like 17th century philosopher or something like that um he faked his own death and then he came back to life right so like mm -hmm. he faked his death and then he came out and he was like, hey, guys, just kidding. I'm not dead. So okay. Tupac got really obsessed with Nikolai Machiavelli and the idea of faking your death. Okay. Okay. So hang on. So Tupac changes his name from Tupac Shakur to Machiavelli on his, like, record and stuff. Mm -hmm. So he releases, a, he releases an album called uh, Machiavelli, The Seven Day Theory. So Nikolai Machiavelli... Killed himself, quote unquote, and then seven days later, quote unquote, rose from the dead. Right? Mm -hmm. So that's what the whole idea of the album is. So in his album, in the little booklet that comes with it, uh, it says, Exit Tupac, Enter Machiavelli. Okay. Mm -hmm. And then at the end of that booklet, it says, Exit Machiavelli, Enter Black Haze. Okay. So okay. Tupac gets killed. Everything's quiet. Then this dude in Cuba starts making music under the name Black Haze. Not only okay. that, he sounds exactly like Tupac. There you saying. go. That's all I'm saying. And there's been numerous, like hundreds and hundreds of sightings of Tupac in Cuba. <laughs> and they they legitimately look like Tupac. I don't know. It's just it's all, really interesting. All the facts are there. All the facts it's, are there. I'm not saying he's alive. Maybe <laughs> because if he were to fake his own death, he would have came back already. It's um, like the movie we watched, the Eddie and the Cruisers. Yeah, that's a good movie. All right. 
Well, yeah, but it's the same thing. It's like he changed his name or he what? He was obsessed with this poet who ended up killing himself uh, or faking his death and whatever, whatever. It's the same. It's the same story. It's basically the same thing. (laughs) Yeah. But if he would have, if he were to fake his own death, Tupac, he would have already came back anyways. Maybe he didn't want to come back. Uh, I think part of it is that he really can't come back because he would have been he would be picked up for tax or tax evasion. <laughs> so it's a little it's like more practical. Yeah, I think. Right. <laughs> I mean, you know, there's there's other things like his mom visits Cuba every year on his birthday or around his birthday. So it's just like there's just things that are interesting to think about. I think. Yeah. Like I said, I don't believe that he's alive, but I think it's interesting to to look into all the little things that kind of make a web of ideas. Conspiracy web. Yeah, conspiracy web. Yep. (laughs) There's another conspiracy. Bob Marley is alive. Jesus. So, yes, definitely a topic for another time because I feel like we could go into a bunch of, like, death conspiracies, celebrity death conspiracies. Yeah. For sure. We can definitely do that. Yes. Um, All right. Well, as far as ghosts go... I think we're good. I think we're going to wrap up. Uh, thank you, Tin Man. for This has been another Tin Biscuit review with Hotter Biscuit, me, and Tin Man. Stream live on Twitch every other Tuesday. Make sure to check the description for useful links and feel free to leave a review. Thanks, everyone.